Hello and welcome to Movie Autopsy. I'm Paul Culliver. I'm Anthony McCormack. And today we're doing trailer autopsies. There's been a heap of amazing trailers come out in the last couple of days. We're going to be looking at Fantastic Four. Uh, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. Ant-Man. Jurassic World. And... Star Wars The Force Awakens. <laughs> I don't know what it is. We were talking about this uh, maybe during Super Bowl, the fact that there just seems to be a whole dump of trailers happening all at once. This happened around December as well. Do you remember, Anthony? Oh, yeah. It's, I don't know, it's all different studios, each just like within a couple days just going, nah, this is what we've got. It's all like they've obviously planned it in advance, but it kind of feels like one big trailer, you know, gets dropped on us. And everyone else says, oh, quick, quick, what have we got? You know, yeah, cut it yeah. together, quick. Well, of course, the Batman, uh, Superman versus Batman, Batman versus Superman. I didn't realise Batman actually gets first billing in this. Yeah. Did you notice that? That's crazy. <laughs> it's the sequel to Superman, yet it's Batman versus Superman. Uh, that got tr- leaked a couple days early, and then it's, I don't know when they meant to release it, but of course they go, oh, all right, here's the proper thing. So I guess we can talk about that one first, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I guess is what we're going to do. <laughs> um, we- Batman, yeah. I, what's incredible, I was talking to someone uh, the other day, and they were saying, and, and and I remember when I was this naive, Paul, they were saying, what hope does Batman have against Superman? Like, Batman's a dude, and Superman is, like, indestructible. Yeah. And I, I, I actually had to stop and say, hey, you know what? That's an actual... Because <laughs> we are so used to, like, the Batman-Superman fight, and, and it was, like, the most popular one that I think of is the Dark Knight Returns. Right, yeah, yeah, in the comics. Of course. Where Batman has a plan in, in that particular storyline. I don't want to give it away if you don't know that storyline, because there's uh, a, a, an animated movie as well. Mm. So you don't need to be, you know... I was just going to give it away. Yeah, well, well, there's the fight proper, but there's yeah. also what Batman gets out of that fight. And and let's not give it away. But it's it's all about the thing that Superman is working for, the government. Um, and he's like, he's, he's basically the president's lackey. And then the president doesn't like that Batman's this rogue yeah. element. Not he, he wants, isn't there, is there some kind of superhero convention or something? Everyone's signed up and is public about who they are, or at least that they have committed to either work for the government or shut the hell up and keep it. Yeah. So yeah. that, I think that's what that's. And then of course, Batman's like, no, I'm my own man. I'll do what I want. Yeah. And then, and and, then he and takes I, down Superman. I could, or at least he I tries. could definitely see this movie going in that direction, especially when you've got uh, Jeremy Irons as, as Alfred. Yeah. You just how, get his voice. How and bizarre. At first, I thought that was Charles Dance. I was like, oh, oh they're dancing about in this movie. <laughs> and then you look it up and you go, of course it's Jeremy Irons. And I love that voice. I love the Jeremy Irons voice. And he starts talking about, you know, when people feel like they're powerless, they turn cruel. Well, words mm. to that effect. And and you say, well, obviously Superman is being so heavy-handed that Batman has to come in and fight. But that's not who Superman is. I I feel anyway. Mm, mm. Yeah, it's well, it's a bit it's a bit like Watchmen, isn't it? The whole yeah. the whole like who's watching the Watchmen kind of thing. Who's watching our superheroes? And that whole he's apparently it's funny. It goes from Man of Steel where he's just like no one really knows who he is to all of a sudden he's like it's the national conversation about who Superman is. Which is a very um, 
it's kind of similar way to Nolan's kind of exploration yeah. of like, what are these superheroes' roles in in society? Yeah. What's what's the, what's the toll on the psyche and the? I, I feel like a lot of people came out of Man of Steel saying, "I'm not sure they got who Superman is." Yeah, and a lot of other people said, "Well, I, they didn't." But it's a journey, you know. You don't go from zero to Superman in, in two seconds, you know. Let's let's give them some time. Let's. Yeah. But as well, I feel like looking at that trailer, they they know how to do Batman. They're like Batman That's in spades. They got yeah. They've they've pretty much got Nolan's Batman in there. It would yeah. seem. Now with the big like mech suit, whatever they call that. The yeah. oh, that's, that's very cool. Iron Man as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's so dark, though. It's so it's dark. So dark. So dark. And that's and there's no humor in that trailer at all. No Nothing. humor at all. Just- I th- I think I remember reading a story at some stage that DC, like the actual movie wing, everyone had to swear. Okay, guys, no humor. Yeah, no jokes. We don't want jokes. And that's, crazy. that started getting leaking out and, and people saying, um, you have to have jokes. You yeah. have to, you, all movies have jokes. That is a joke, right? Yeah. You're not, not doing jokes. <laughs> <laughs> no jokes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there's got to be. That's the thing is Batman vs Superman. Is there an actual bad guy? I guess we don't know that yet. Well, yeah, there well, might Lex be. Luthor, of course. Yeah, and there are rumours that maybe, because we have a Jared Leto Joker yeah. in Suicide Squad, there are rumours that maybe there might be a little little tease, yeah, a little chuck him in. Yeah, there might be a little bit of that in there. Yeah, but... But then again, when's this? I don't know when it's coming out. Is it still... It's still like... I think it's a year. It's it's coming out next year, potentially. Oh, and then they've got to walk. Because Jared Leto, of course, we've been le- leaked a few photos here and there. Well, not leaked. Yeah. He's just been tweeting sort of this gradual transformation. Mm. Uh, so, we know that he's gone in for, you know, getting d- doled up. But yeah. whether that's maybe it is actually for some some cheeky filming for... It's, it's kind of ironic because I, I feel like a couple of years ago, people were desperate for a Dark Knight Returns movie. Yeah. And now it looks very much like this is what that movie is. Yeah. And you see a lot of the comments and a lot of the reaction and people are like, been there, done it, <laughs> seen it. Yeah. I would say it's probably in, in the way that Marvel does their uh, post-credits scenes or mid-credits scenes, you'd think Jared Leto as the Joker is the perfect yeah. teaser for the next movie, which is Suicide Squad. That would make sense. It's uh, This... This movie is not going to have any shortage of ingredients. I yeah. feel that for sure. As long as it's not just because, like, all it was it was Kal El versus bloody Al Gore. What are, what are they? What are their superhero names? What are their alien names? That's one of the, well, you know, from Krypton. You know, Al Gore versus Kal versus General Zod. General Zod versus Al Gore or Kal <laughs> Al Gore or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like all that movie was just them beating the shit out of each other. So hopefully this has something more than that. Uh, anyway, well, I guess we'll wait and see a uh, bit more. We'll move on. Um, we'll go the other super on the other side of the superhero divide. Then Ant Man, which like. Oh my! Like it's kind of a brush of fresh air. Compared, oh my god! Yeah. To compared to Batman, it's fun. It's frivolous. It's Paul Rudd. Uh, I saw somewhere somewhere Joss Whedon said that Edgar Wright's script was the best Marvel script ever. Yeah, and the most Marvel. Most Marvel. Most oh Marvel. right, okay. Well, well he, exactly what you're saying is yeah. like this. This like he was coming into it going, oh, you know, as you can imagine, reading a lot of scripts. You would you would get to a certain stage where you're like, I love these characters, I love this world, I love my job, but oh my god, I'm sick of reading about incredible right. people doing incredible things. And he read this Edgar Wright script, and and I don't I don't know how 
much of that Edgar Wright script is what we're going to see when this movie comes out. But yeah, that's Joss true. Whedon was saying, you damn straight, bro. That is yeah, what yeah. We're, I'm talking about. <laughs> I love, like, I mean, I think the quintessent, like, the, the little thing where it's like they're fighting and the, the little train's going around yeah. and they're fighting <laughs> on the train and then it just, like, pulls out and it's just like this little train topples over and you're like, yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's a matter of perspective in more ways than one. It's, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, they have their, like, it's not super, like, Ant Man, he's got to save it. It's like, he's, a, he's, he's small. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny that he's tiny. I it's interesting the whole dynamics of when you become small like because I assume not knowing anything about the character yeah that you become small and then you know oh, I'll just step on you Ant Man and that's the end of the movie but it, it looks like he when he's small he's tough like he can punch people out when yeah. he's small well I guess that's a principle of the the whole ants like the ants can carry more eight times their body size yeah. with that thing so I guess maybe that's the idea of the Ant-Man technology. Even to the point where he's stronger when he's smaller. I think just the science yeah. of this is going to be incredible. Like, yeah, yeah. like when I say science, it's obviously firmly in quotation marks. But the the Marvel science behind yeah. it. I'm excited to see Michael Douglas as Hank Pym in the... As, a, as the scientist. Yeah. That's very cool. And, of course, uh, we were mentioning this before. Uh, well, off, off air, Corey Stoll, who's going to play the... It looks like he's the bad guy who's from yeah. House of Cards. Yep. Season one well, and... <laughs> yeah, I, I have, I've just been catching up on season one of House of Cards. So, pre the trailer, I'm like, I recognised his face. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, it's that guy. Interesting choice. And then I watch, you know, House of Cards and I see the trailer again. And I'm like, of course that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's interesting because we are about to go watch uh, uh, Age of Ultron. Of course, the original story for Ultron is actually invented by Hank Pym. Yes. Uh, but, of course, they kind of serves because Marvel Cinematic Universe, MCU, it's, it's, they're recreating it kind of like, well, I was going to say like Game of Thrones. Like, they, they don't, it's like idea. It's a new story. They, they, don't, they don't have to adhere to everything in the cinema, in the comic book universe. And, of course, we've now established like there's seven different versions of every story anyway. So, it's kind of cool that they went, you know what? It's meant to be Hank Pym, but it makes more sense for Tony Stark to be the inventor of Ultron. Uh, so, we're about to see what that's all about. That's kind of cool. I'm excited about that. So, that's, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Any other takeaways from Ant-Man? I guess it's, it looks fun. Mm-hmm. It looks like, um, I mean, it's got to be funny. It, it looks different. Yeah. It, it very much looks different to the the superhero, the usual superhero stuff we've been... And it's we're always going to wonder what if Edgar Wright had stuck around. Yeah. But I, as long as I think there's a bit of a trace of it in there, I think we're going we're to appreciate. Oh, yeah. I, I mean... I feel knows? as well it's a stepping stone. It's the first step towards some interesting colour in some... Because, I mean, you know, you, you see like a Thor... And you see a Captain America, and and to a certain degree, they're both big tough guys that beat mm. beat you know other people up, and they've got you know their unique ways of doing beating people up. <laughs> yeah. But then you see like an Ant Man, which is completely di- like his like he takes you into another world because he may- he goes small, and and yeah. I don't understand the science of his particular technology, and and so that's going to be just making the technology different to the Stark technology. That's going to be very interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's cool. That's um. There's actually a couple of trailers out, but we're kind of just looking at that most recent one, which is cool. I I was trying to figure out the naming conventions for for trailers. I was like, this is the teaser trailer. This is the theatrical trailer. This is teaser trailer one. This is TV spot two, and it's all like, yeah. does it mean anything? I don't know. It's like you can have like a two and a half minute teaser trailer, but then it's like, oh, the first real trailer came out, and it's like, 
two and a half minutes again. You're like, what? What was that last one? Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> I wonder whether it's like, you know how like some trailers, like I think the Dawn of Justice one just has lots of black in it with just voiceovers. Is it how much footage versus just black screen? <laughs> I, yeah, I well, that's what I feel like. Yeah, yeah. like teaser trailers we're 50% just black screen with ominous voiceover. That's what a teaser trailer is. Like, I feel like the teaser makes you want to see the trailer and the trailer <laughs> should make you want to see the, the movie. Uh, or the extended trailer, you know, so on. And so an appetizer is what you eat before you eat to make you more hungry. Exactly. Which is the first ever quote that I remember from ever watching South Park. Uh, it was the Starvin' Marvin episode. I, I, I wonder if one of these days they're going to invent some, like, like whatever the after movie, the after movie mint. Oh. Of like, like, it's like a trailer length kind of thing. And then you watch it after you've seen the movie. And I don't know. Maybe that's, that's your, like your Marvel post credit scene. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, that's probably what that is. Yeah. Or like with Toy Story with all those little, little animations they've got. Did you see there was a fake out with uh, Spider-Man that they, uh, they released on YouTube? Oh, this is the po- post credit scene for the Avengers 2. Oh. And it it was debunked. It was completely. Oh, I saw there was a leak, but I didn't want to see it. So. Yeah, it was it was it was absolutely fake. Oh, okay. But it was very well done. Fake, like oh, they, it's like they, a Spider Man. They'd thing, done the Spider Man thing, and um, they filmed it on a screen, so it was being projected. So it looked like it had been pirated, <laughs> and they put like Spanish subtitles down nice, the bottom. Yeah, good. it was very well done. Although I would say that's probably a good pick for for post credit scenes yeah, for Avengers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, of course, I, I just rewatched Avengers, and it was a very, um, uh, very obscure post credit because they showed Thanos for the first. Oh, not Thanos. Um, oh yeah, no, I think Thanos. Yeah, Thanos. For the first yeah. Time. Uh, who everyone kind of walked up being like, "Who's that? Yeah, <laughs> who's that now?" <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's Ant Man. So that's our. That's our. Well, no, we're not done with. Should we finish off? Well, not finish off, but should we go to the other superheroes? I think we should. We we'll do Fantastic Four, which. More House of Cards people. Exactly right. And I, like, you were like, oh, House of Cards, Fantastic Four. And I'm like, who in Fantastic Four is from? <laughs> and you're like, are you serious? Like, it's banging you. Like, not only have you got the uh, Kate Mara. Yeah. Uh, Susan Storm. But you've also got the uh, the Doctor Storm, the father of the Storms, Stormfather, uh, <laughs> is the Frankie from the Rib Place. That- Fre- Freddy. Freddy. Freddy's ribs. I'm very fresh to House of Cards. You understand, Paul? I'm I'm only just starting to. But yeah, like this, I I get excited about the Fantastic Four movie. It looks visually, it looks incredible. Yeah, it's um, it's cool because obviously the original movie adaptation was like very camp, kind of camp. I mean, it's pretty campy and very colourful. Yeah, to I I am still hungry for that kind of thing. Like a like a Sam Raimi Spider Man. And and the first time I watched it, like I'm so used to dark and gritty. I'm like, mm, what is this new taste? You know? Yeah, yeah. And then they do number two, and I'm like, oh, Sam Raimi, lay it on me. I am so ready <laughs> for superheroes that are that are happy and and colourful and bright. And then number three happened, and you're like, oh gosh, you know, oh no, what's you know, best le- less said about that the better. And then they reboot Spider Man, and it's dark and gritty. Yeah. And and Fantastic Four, I believe the second one, the Rise of the Silver Surfer, which, which the Silver Surfer apparently is a big deal, mm. but but to my mind, I don't understand the the Silver Surfer because it seems to me like his powers are he can do anything as long as he has his board, and yeah, and if he doesn't have his board, he has the ability to get his board back. 
Right. So, what he just does anything. Well, it's like Thor a bit, isn't it? Yeah, like- Thor can do whatever he likes as long as he's got his hammer. I know, but and it's- If he doesn't it's, have his hammer, he can get his hammer back. Yeah, there's so much I don't understand yeah. about But, this. you know, I was thinking, like, the aesthetic of it is a bit, like, kind of- I'd say it's better because, obviously, there is some space travel involved, but it very much looks a bit like, like your Interstellar and your Prometheus. Yeah. You think? Like, it's kind of, I don't know what that, that image is, but it's- it's it's interesting because I remember the second one of the the first Fantastic Four movies came under fire because uh, Galactus, and mm. if you look at him in the, I, I haven't seen him in the comic books, but if you look at him in the comic books, he's wearing the strangest hat you've ever seen. And in the movie, they're like, "Well, we can't do that hat. That's not real world. That's ridiculous." <laughs> so they made him into a giant cloud. Sure. And so it's kind of like now that they're doing Fantastic Four again, and and with humour, which I like, yeah, bring it it's on. Very funny. Maybe you could, you know, DC. Maybe you could uh, get a little bit of that. That's into the your- thing. Is that was why I'm impressed by this trailer. Is that it's like it's got this really serious, like we we cracked it, we invented interspace yeah, travel, yeah. and then it's like like funny funny shit in there. Like the that we both laughed at that. The <laughs> the, the guy the- putting out the fist and then just t- the guy from <laughs> Whiplash just like touching it. <laughs> <laughs> like but, the failed fist bump. I should really, really learn his name. What's his name? Um, guy from Whiplash. Um, uh, Miles. Miles Morales. No, that's not. <laughs> He's not Spider-Man. I got to say, actually, well, this is the thing. Is, now, is Fantastic Four Fox? What's Who's the... Or is it Sony? Who owns Fantastic Four? You're asking me so many questions. I don't know the answer. Yeah, right. What I'm, what I'm wondering is Fantastic Four and X-Men not the same company, are they? Well, Fantastic Four is like X-Men in the sense that Marvel aren't in complete control of it. Yeah, neither of them. But I don't think they're in... I think maybe there are two separate studios, which is a question of like... Okay, the the first answer to the first question I didn't know the answer to is Miles Teller. Miles Teller, good. I'll I'll tell you... Sorry, I realised I was telling you, asking a lot of questions. No, that's good. And the second second one... What was the second question? <laughs> Which studios making uh, have the rights to fan- who is making Fantastic Four and um, what you call it X Men? See, I kind of wonder whether Fantastic Four, whoever's making it, I think they had to probably had to make this film, otherwise they would have lost the rights. It would have gone back to Marvel, like a whole lot of rights have just gone back to Marvel. Interestingly enough, oh well, like what sort of things? Oh well, like Doctor Strange, Love, Daredevil, Punisher. All that kind of stuff. Wow, dead. Or, oh, Daredevil makes sense because they've done the Netflix. Yeah, well, series. that's the thing is, and because Daredevil's been so successful, uh, not Doctor Strange, love Doctor Strange. <laughs> that's very I easy was, to I just was keep. A, yeah. I was about to say it's very easy to keep just talking there. Um, well, it's interesting because Daredevil's been so successful. On Netflix just been renewed for a second season, which is very interesting. Um, there's kind of some theories that maybe like the Punisher could be given a second chance now after the the rights have reverted back to Marvel as well. It's like, well, maybe Punisher could work as a TV series. But yeah. I didn't even know about The Defenders. Do you know about The Defenders? I, I know a lot of comic people are going nuts about The Defenders happening. Yeah, so it's like the Netflix series. They're going to have Daredevil, which has just come out. Then they've got, I think, I want to say Jessica Jones. Someone's going to yeah, yell at yep. me. A.K.A. Jessica AKA Jones. A.K.A. Jessica Jones, yeah. exactly. Uh, and then there's a couple others in there as well, and then it's all going to accumulate in a Defenders TV series. Oh my gosh! But d- but because Daredevil's already been renewed for a second series, and it's saying it's coming in 2016, 
It could be that there's got. It's kind of like you know how Iron Man got out two movies before Avengers. Yeah. I wonder if it's kind of going to be the same thing with Daredevil with two TV series before they actually have the Defenders TV series. Sony, Sony own not only own Spider Man, they also own um Fanta- well Fantastic Four Fantastic. at the moment. But then Fox is X Men, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So they're not in the same. That's unfortunate because I, I think Fantastic Four there is they have served in Avengers, I think, and. I believe Days of Future Past, which is the X-Men story. Yeah. Or it, there might be some variation on, like, Days of Future Present or Days of Future... Whatever. It's the yeah. continuation. Uh, involved the Fantastic Four, like the son of Mr. Fantastic and... Anyway, that uh, it's all universe building, yeah, which is yeah. exciting that it it's come to movies. Like, for a really long time, it looked like people weren't coming to theatres anymore and... Oh my gosh! What a movie's going to offer to to bring the young people into the theaters, and this seems to be what it, what it is is yeah, building yeah. universes. Yeah, it's very interesting. The you, reason I, the reason I was thinking you, you yeah. do a Dracula movie, and it's like, quick, build a Dracula universe yeah. with Wolfman and the well, Mummy. And it's crazy, they're building uh, like Ghostbusters universe. They're building a Star Wars universe. They're building obviously that already existed, but yeah, like yeah. The, the movie <laughs> franchises. A galaxy, even. Uh, yeah. Star Wars Galaxy. <laughs> oh. Um, but what I was thinking, the reason is because I think there's like a shot of New York and it's, is it Doom? Mr. Doom? What's his name? Yeah, Dr. Doom. Dr. Doom. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm so- <laughs> Mr. Professor Doom. Sorry, Sergeant Doom. He, um, did, he did not go to all those qualifications that he 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 went through. Yeah. You know, Esquire. Just, just <laughs> Mr. Sitting- Doom Esquire. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. I think it's a shot of like him kind of destroying New York or whatever. Well, that's the implication, and I'm kind of like, wow, it's, it can't be the same, you know, there can't be crossover there. Because, like, in Daredevil, it's really nice the way they set it up in Daredevil. They're like, they're like, oh, this is Hell's Kitchen, which is a certain section of New York, of Manhattan. And then they're like, oh, yeah, property prices are really cheap after that thing that happened, i.e. the big yeah, the Avengers, Avengers New, York, New York Battle of New York. Uh, and it's like, oh, it's all tied in, it's all connected. So it's kind of like, oh, it's a separate. Oh, it's, of course, it's a different studio. It's not the same. Different New York. I kind of just, I want everyone to get along, you know. Yeah. But we'll see. Anyway, so that's Fantastic Four. I'm excited for that. See, what is is very interesting, before we go into the, the very next trailer, yep. uh, Joss Whedon talking about um, Avengers 2, Age of Ultron. He yeah. was talking about if you walk out of this movie, in the spirit of universe building, yeah. If you walk out of this movie and you feel like, um, I can't wait to see the next thing, then I've failed. I meaning Joss. He's talking about himself. He's like, yeah, yeah. it needs to be its own thing, mm. which is interesting because a lot of the early feedback, and we haven't seen it yet, that I've been hearing about uh, Avengers 2 Age of Ultron is that it is that very beast. It's that, oh, I can't wait to see the next, you know, Marvel movie. Well, he's done well then. Well, he's, he, Marvel may feel he has done well. He himself will be sad. But I'm sure the mountains of money. Wait, so he wants people to feel like they want to see the next one or not? Well, uh, you, you know, he, he doesn't want people to not want to see the next one. Right. But primarily he wants people to have an experience where they walk out of the cinema and they're done. They're satisfied. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. Well, I guess because he is done with... Yeah. Avengers after this. And I'd feel, I don't know, we've talked about at least two interviews that Joss Whedon has done. Yeah. Where first one, he's like, Edgar Wright, man, he's the best. And the second one, he's like, man, I hope, you know, you don't walk out saying, oh, I'm I'm not completing, blah, blah. I feel like we're getting some of the real Joss coming out now. Right, right. Joss is just going to not necessarily. I don't know if he's writing Infinity Crisis, though. 
the Avengers oh, yeah. sequel. I don't know if he's he's not directing, but I don't know if he's he might still be writing them. I don't know, or at least I feel like he's sticking around. I feel like Marvel's going to pay him a lot of money to stick around and yeah. work bits and pieces on a. I think he's kind of going to be a Kevin Feig, 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 yeah, Feig's deputy a little bit. That's yeah. how I feel, but I don't. I might be wrong. You know, the very first X Men Marvels, very yeah. first X Men movie. Um, where Wolverine is there and Cyclops is like, how do we know that it's you and not mistake? Yeah. Uh, prove it. And he's all like, you're a dick. <laughs> That's pure Joss Whedon. Oh, uh, yeah. So he's been around since at least that line in that movie. It's <laughs> good to know. Oh, what was the other thing I was going to say with Fantastic Four? Oh, just that they seem younger. They're younger than the original. Yeah. they kind of a... Uh, I, yeah. The cynic in me says, oh, you're setting them up for a long run, are you yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, that was just uh, worth mentioning that they're kind of, they're set, I guess, they're probably actually late 20s, but they've probably been cast as young, early when, 20s. When Michael Chiklis did the thing, and he was like a practical suit effect, yeah, I was like, right on. I was so happy about that, that they had something real and in the, and and yet I, I look at this movie now and they're doing something visual effectsy, mm. and I'm I don't. I'm not appalled by that. No. I'm actually excited about, oh, okay, well, what, what are we going to say? If you look at, like, well, like the closest compact, like Hulk in Avengers is yeah. amazing. Like, yeah. they've really, they got it now. They know what they're doing. Oh, I really want to see Hulk versus the thing. Hulk versus the thing. Hulk versus Iron, uh, Wolverine oh, as well. All those things. The thing versus- I want to see She-Hulk. I want to see everything. I want it all. <laughs> I want it right now. <laughs> Get me a goose with a golden eggling. Uh, should we do? Do you want to do Star Wars or Jurassic World next? I want to do. Uh, let, let's do Jurassic World. Okay. And I'm. What's exciting to me about this trailer? All the teasers yeah. so far leading up to it make you feel like these raptors, the Velociraptors, are tame. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like maybe they've tinkered with them, and these raptors are just. Whereas in this trailer, I got a uh, hang on. I got a sense maybe Chris Pratt is still afraid of the raptors. Yeah, yeah. And it's in the same way, like a lion tamer kind of thing, like a like a crocodile hunter. You yeah. know, he's in the pen with them. But if he doesn't concentrate that entire time, yeah. He, well, he, I think it's like a Siegfried and Roy kind of situation. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I go flashback. To that Simpsons gag of like the tiger remembering Siegfried and Roy <laughs> shooting the you know the dart into oh. the <laughs> night night tiger you know that guy was that joke before one of them got mauled I'm pretty sure it was <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a, there's an article listicle floating around the internet that's like twenty things or more that the Simpsons scarily got right yeah like they predicted too many things <laughs> with their jokes it's horrifying but I think it's a similar thing it was like well yeah you've got control of this animal for now but then now I think the biggest takeaway well two there's probably two takeaways two reveals that they kind of had in this trailer one is uh, it was every time they release every time they have a new exhibit. They, they have get a, a spike, spike, a spike yeah. in uh, attendance. in attendance. So money driven, very much money. Not like oh, for the wonder of science, what can we achieve? No, no, they just want more money. Uh, I love who he's like the dinosaurs. That's wow, yeah. like great. Yeah, we like Chris Pratt, and that's also like the the humor behind it. And I know the director has talked about it before. Of yeah. This tone of like. You have like a T Rex in front of you, and you're checking your mobile phone. You know, <laughs> seen it, done that kind of thing. Yeah, it's true. It's like they, it's, oh, it's a commentary on it, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, oh, we've had three moves. We've got to up the stakes. Yeah, Indominus Rex. Um, 
is the new one. And what's the other one? Is that they find... Oh, they're talking. They're communicating. Talk, yeah. It's not just an animal. It's a very intelligent animal. It's kind of like all you need is one animal that misbehaves and gets into the, all the other cages and, and in their dinosaur voice says, come on, guys, misbehave with me. Oh, and then the whole system just falls apart. Now, what does that sound a lot like to you, Anthony, that a movie that's maybe come out in the last year or, or so? Oh, it's just an animal. It's just an animal that can't can't hurt humans. But then it's it's communicating with other animals, and now it's it's almost like there's a war coming. Are we it's talking like a about dawn of the a planet of some kind of of, of, of sim- apes. simian apes? Yeah, apes, yeah. So I I was going to say there's a bit of a war movie. I just want to say maybe in the last couple of years there's been a bit of a war movie thing going on in various guises. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes war movie. Dark Knight Rises, arguably war movie. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Avengers, war movie. Well, it it kind of I think back to the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, where you had that incredible shot in the first movie of two armies approaching each other, or what? what yeah. it, I think it was what's his name, Sauron. Yeah, and there's an elven army and a, a human army approaching Sauron, and ever since then. Every single movie has to have a, a, an army, like Alice in Wonderland is the one that I oh, remember, really? and they're all uh, marching with armor, yeah, yeah. and and it's starting to bleed through in in other you know animals and mm. superheroes and. So it's interesting because we went from uh, everyone being a little bit not everyone, some people being like oh, Indominus. Okay, so it's a monster movie. Okay, fine. Yeah. To like now going, holy shit! I think it's a war movie. We, we, or, like, there's that, mm. definitely. I get the sense it's like a system, lack of control of the system kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, which, which goes back to the novel, goes back to the first movie, which is like you are you are in complete control uh, uh, of this thing that, you you know, that nothing could possibly go wrong. <laughs> and then you got Jeff- Oh, those Simpsons. <laughs> you got Jeff Goldblum in your ear saying, oh, no, it's all going to fall apart. And it's like, yeah, what yeah. would you know, Goldblum? Get out of here. But they like all it takes is like three little you know things to go wrong at once. Yeah, they haven't said Jeff Jeff Goldblum's in it, have they? No, I don't think we'll see. Oh, but wouldn't it be good? Well, what a, what, Goldblum like, and anything. Just imagine if there was just a little surprise cameo there, because he's still in fighting form. Like he is. Oh, he had a little cameo I saw on the TV series called The League. Recently, yep. where he played Nick Kroll's father, and it was just oh, it was just to a T. It was just so good. And I just, oh, just something about, like... I I saw, I went back to Goldblum, like, the, the beginning, Goldblum Begins. Yeah. Uh, the Fly. I don't know if you've ever seen The Fly. <laughs> I haven't, actually. I held off on The Fly for a very long time, because a lot of people told me it's very disgusting. Like, right. it, it's David Cronenberg, and David Cronenberg is a very disgusting man. Bless his heart. <laughs> Um, and like there's fingernails, there's things that go on that you you don't want to know about. Ugh. But you watch this movie, and it is it's not a horror movie in the traditional sense. It's like an emotional. It's like this. It's 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 beautiful, and and it's beautiful because a lot of things go right, but the yeah. thing that goes the most right is Jeff Goldblum. It's just perfect Goldblum. You know what All I mean? Right. Where he he just sits at that intersection. Of, of sexy and hot, and, <laughs> but also like a little bit nerdy, a little bit you know, a little bit quirky. Wow, yeah. 
I, uh, I, 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 I don't know. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Let's go faster. Let's go. <laughs> uh, the only thing I was going to say is it's really interesting how we've had two different trailers now that give two different impressions of the movie. Um, I think it's really interesting in terms of the marketing strategies. Like they're being very clever in terms of like, oh, what's this movie about? It's about this. It's about that. And also <laughs> how much a trailer can subvert or invert or whatever our expectations and our our ideas of how good a film is. As well as shots seem to be changing. Like, once upon a time, that big... The Moasaur, I think its name is. Yeah. The big fishy one. Was was jumping out to eat, like, a shark. A great white shark. Yeah, it was being fed. Being right. fed. And now it's jumping out to eat a... Ter- and it's like, the shots... Uh, like, it, I assume it's the same shot. But it now has a completely different story purpose. Oh, did we? Or is it maybe it's two different points in the film? Yeah, potentially, potentially. Like, I imagine yeah. the shark is like, is it a but, shark? Uh, like, uh, early yeah. on, and then later on, it's like, oh, we've seen what it can do. Oh, now it's snatching uh, loose velociraptor, not velociraptors, you know, uh, pterodactyl, yeah, pterodactyls, pterodactyls or whatever out of it. Yeah. And, and does that mean that it's on our side? I don't know. I don't I know. I think Paul. it's just hungry. Yeah, well, that as well is a possibility. It's just, you know, I've seen blackfish. I see how those Jurassic yeah. World. Keepers, yeah, they're terrible. Yeah. Should all go to jail. That'd be fun. I mean, I haven't actually seen Blackfish. I should. But <laughs> <laughs> I can make the reference, though. Yeah. Although that would be fun to take the Jurassic World f- footage and cut it up into, like, a Blackfish-style documentary. That's a funny idea. That's uh, that's for you. Yeah, that's for you. Yes. There you go. There you go. Yeah. There you go. That's your homework. And finally, yep. and then Galaxy, you know, you know, today, a couple yep. of days ago, uh, the trailers, another trailer. Is this the trailer? This still isn't the trailer. This isn't the trailer. This is still just lots of bits and pieces. Yep. For Star Wars, The Force Awakens. And I, as as long as they want to, you know, what do, what do you call it? Stretch out? As long as they want to stretch this out, I'm fine with that. I yeah. want to let them. Well, we've just- got till December. We've got till this Christmas. Yeah. It's not now. It's, it feels like a long time since I've seen, maybe it's just me, since an actual Christmas movie being promoted as this Christmas. Oh, and just, this is going to be such a huge. It's going to be insane. Like, I feel like to a certain extent, they didn't, they don't even need to get the movie right because they got this trailer right. Oh, they got it. Yeah. They got to sell all of the tickets. Yeah. All of the tickets. Um, and it's like, this is everything, not only is it everything a Star Wars fan has been hanging out for, but it's also everything like people that, like Batman versus Superman, you see that trailer and you say, they're going after a very particular kind of audience and they're probably going to get that audience. But this Star Wars trailer is like, this is what you're hungry for, you know, that Batman and Superman aren't giving you. This is every generation is going to go to this. you got to have, like, the older people that, like, grew up with it and, like, like the dads, the dads, the mums and the dads that grew up with it that were kids when they watched it. They're going to be bringing their kids because they're like, hey, this is family friendly. I want my kid to, to like, appreciate that joy that I had. Holy shit, what, like, 40 years ago almost? No, for Yeah. And that's so weird. The Darth Vader mask. Oh, man. It's, it's incredible. That's like fan fiction. That's like yeah. you, you start writing the sequel to your own favorite movie, and the very first thing that you write down is like, and the mask is still like burned and charred, and you know, you pick up the mask and whatever. Mm. Like, like, I remember uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, and in the first one, they, this was back when they did the live action, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And in the first one, the shredder was crushed by a garbage can 
garbage uh, truck. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, well, no Shredder. I wonder who they're going to get to be the bad guy in the second movie. And the bad guy was the Shredder. <laughs> like, he gets out of the garbage pile and puts his helmet on. You're like, this feels like something I would write. And you, you're a little kid. <laughs> And and that's like that's exciting to me though in in because I know I'm, I trust JJ I, I you know he's a fan and everything but I don't think it's going to be Darth Vader gets out of the funeral pyre and puts his crooked helmet yeah, it's back like on. you're already you already appeared to us as a ghost you yeah. can't <laughs> you can't go back on that yeah <laughs> you can't go back on that Anakin. it's like it's actually the next scene is just um, Obi Wan shooting the ghost of Anakin and then him just becoming ghost star ghost 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 Vader. I feel there are two things that you need to get right in a Star Wars movie, and both of these are in balance in this teaser or trailer or whatever. And the first is the actual war itself, mm. like people who are battling it out. And and that's, you know, your stormtroopers, it's your people on the ground, it's guns, it's it's fighters, it's not pretty. And then there's, uh, to the other side, this whole religious thing going on, and that looks exciting too. You've got some guy in a mask that kind of gives me Revan vibes. Which mask are we talking? uh, There's like a bad guy mask. Oh. It looks like a little, like a welder's helmet that he's got underneath a cloak. Oh, yes. That, That might even be Adam Driver, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Who but knows? but if you've ever and and if you don't know who Revan is, don't Google him because or her, because it's a bit of a twist. But uh, uh, the the uh, old Republic Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, it's like you think it's drawing. Well, people think it might be drawing from that stuff. Well, I definitely th- I've seen more than one person say that is very Revan to me. Okay, and and that if you're going to take into account a Star Wars story that wasn't the first three movies. You could do a lot worse than yeah. Knights of the Old Republic, which is an incredible story. Now, the first teaser trailer that we saw, voiceover by um, um, Andy, <laughs> Andy Circus. Andy Circus, that's what I was going for. I had it and then I forgot it as I said it. This time, now that was Mark Hamill, right? That was. That was Luke Skywalker talking about the and forces th- with his father. Yeah. He's with him. And now with you. And I'm like, well, oh, and my sister, of course. Yep. The implication you would think being a little a little baby Skywalker. Oh yeah, yeah, a child Skywalker. Because if he's talking about What's, his family, yeah, that well, there's that is very interesting as well. Like, as you assume it's new voiceover, but all of those lines are Return of the Jedi. What? Yeah. It, so when he's like, my sister has it. That's one line, and then another thing is like, and and you or whatever, which is. Him in Return of the Jedi talking to his sister. Oh wow! So so oh, JJ. It's, yeah, JJ is playing with all of us. Did JJ write it as well? I he would have had a hand in yeah, it. Yeah, right. Because originally it was a different writer, and um, it was got the other guy that wrote Toy Story Four. Yeah, uh, Toy three, Story three. Which yeah. Toy Story Four is happening though, isn't it? I think there's going to be a Toy yeah, Story Four, probably, but not him. Well, it could be him. Is yeah. it Michael Giacchino? Is that his? That's the music. The oh. music man. Although in oh, this God. Star Wars, uh, it is John Williams. Oh, so my, they said Michael Giacchino. I'm sorry, we can't have you on the Star Wars movie. He's like, oh, why not? And we've got John Williams instead. And he, I completely understand. Go, go, go with him. Go with him. Wait, wasn't he not going to do it? Was he not going to do it? Oh, I'm so John, John Williams. No, I think John Williams was always going to do it. And I'm hang, I'm hanging out for that because Phantom Menace, for all its faults. 
It had some John Williams music that you'd never heard before. Ah. And then you get into Attack of the Clones, and it kind of felt like you weren't getting any new Williams music out of it. I don't know if that was just me. Right, right. You know, I'm sure there are Star Wars fans that'll say, oh, you forgot about, you know, March of the Leaves or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what that... Yeah, but- yeah. It was kind of like he was playing the same hits over and over. Yeah, yeah. So we still, I mean, we weren't really, there's nothing, there's really nothing in terms of plot here. We can't really decide, I don't think you can really decipher a whole lot. It's a lot of, again, disparate scenes and nice, exciting things that don't look at, make it, yeah, I don't know. It's it's more of, more, more, more more. of, but a similar, you know, structure to the last one. It's a a nod and a wink to the old movies. And what's beautiful about it, it, it kind of feels like a promise of, like, this is, we're not in prequel territory. Yeah, yeah. Is uh, when you see Han Solo and Chewbacca at the, course, at the yeah. very end, yeah. it's like they're coming back to the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. And it's like, back implies that they've gone somewhere else. And it's kind of like, that was the thing with the prequel movies, is that wherever people were, that's where they were, and that's where they're always going to be for six movies, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. But for them to actually have adventures off screen, that's what I'm talking about. That's right. What's that? Is the line where we're home, Chewy? Yeah. Something we're home, Chewy. <laughs> oh. And, so, then, a, and then a bit chewy, of Chewy. Chewy, we're home, I think it is. Chewy, we're home. And then a bit of Chewy. Yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Just go go watch the trailer again for the for the sound. Yeah. Oh. 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 I can't do it. Quack. <laughs> It's not how the duck. It's not 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 a duck. <laughs> not a duck. If it sounds like a chewy, if it walks like a chewy, it's probably a chewy. Uh, so that is our trailer autopsy for today, covering off uh, all the all the trailers we just talked about. Uh, our next movie autopsy episode is the Avengers: Age of Ultron. Uh, so that's very exciting. Are you yep. excited for this? I think so. Oh, that's gonna be good. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, podcast apps on your smartphone, or on Twitter at Movie Autopsy. I'll see you later. See you then. <laughs>